Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 394. Linz, Charles, and I were privileged to attend Grand Rapids Comic Con 2019. Now, we've been covering this con for many years, and each year it keeps getting better and better. Joining us today is Derek and Matt to give their takes on the many sights and sounds that we were able to experience at Grand Rapids Comic Con 2019. We sat down at Atwater Brewing right next to the convention center to go over everything that makes this con so wonderful. If you were in attendance, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. And if you missed it all, listen to this episode and definitely attend next year. So with that, grab a glass and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 394, Grand Rapids Comic Con 2019 Review. Coasters with just the logo. Makes sense to me. Yeah. That is a good one. So we are uh, hanging out <laughs> as usual at the end of a con to reflect on the wise words we learn, the beautiful imagery that popped in our eyes, the painkillers that Tony is the clearly f- on. <laughs> that too. And not sharing what. <laughs> Yeah, I am. I actually am a little loopy from from them. I'm on painkillers because I got in a accident this week on the highway, and uh, I'm walking and living, and uh, happy to be here. But walking around the con makes me not really want to live right now with how much I hurt. But beyond that, uh, we have Linz and Charles here. Hello. Along with Derek and Matt. Hey. And we're gonna kind of give you all what you missed. We should definitely come hit this uh, convention next year. But until then, we will kind of tell you some of the sights and sounds that we saw. That's not need video. <laughs> <laughs> that is why we do not need video. What, why is this video? I don't know why you need video. Oh, sorry, my mouth is full. Uh, penis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had to just throw that in. We're not doing a video. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh. I get the no video now. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's for the best, really. But now this is a show that uh, we always enjoy. There's uh, our comic book family comes on in and hangs out in our own backyard, which is one of the big reasons why I personally love it. Is why you're here? Yeah. Because you're already here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sleep yeah. in your own bed. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, that the other thing. I'm sure that's how most people feel when they have conventions come to their town because. They're just more happy just to sleep in their own beds. Where well, and the nice thing is, like you know, from the expense standpoint, it's basically a coin flip of do I want to Uber down and back or pay parking? Right. Because that's you know it, it's the same cost either way. So it's kind of a okay. Well, what are we doing after? Yeah. Are we going to go drinking after? Yes. You know, <laughs> are we going to go drinking dur- what we dur- during? What we should be doing is, is renting out our spare bedrooms for these oh, people. We should these be our, yeah, our yeah. 
you know, Airbnb. Uh -huh. Renting is really, really great price. <laughs> oh, but no, I always thought it'd be a good idea to sign, set up like a, hey, we have extra rooms in our house, all you starving artists. Why don't you sign up to come stay with us? Yeah, I know. Well, like and, an exchange student program. And uh -huh. then I, I want to go back, though. Then dollars. when you decide whether you're going to drive or you're going to Uber, you just flip your Dan Doherty Beardhole coin out, you know, the challenge coin. Yeah. yeah where, where, like, if you, if you have one like that, you, you take it out. This is why I never got one, and because then, I would always forget it. Yeah, and then Tony. and then Tony also has one, too. So, last night, yeah, <laughs> they all got me, and I actually bought everyone. Who's the other person that had one last night? Seth, uh, Derek, Dan, oh, Seth, I didn't. Seth, I didn't get a drink, but I got you, Derek, and uh, Dan. But the thing is, what's fun with these is when you have one, and then the other person has one, and when that person says, oh, I have it on me. See? Now I will buy him a beer. What fun? Why don't you just, don't you just not bring out the coins and buy your own beers? <laughs> because it's, it's fun. fun. I know, it's super fun. Yeah. I know. I realize like I'm a, stupid when I say I, that. Yeah. <laughs> that I fun. love it. I, I, I love will, the, the caveat <laughs> if, you, as, if you challenge and you lose, you have to buy the drink. Yes. Uh, well, and, and that's one of the big things last night. I specifically went home to try to find this because I knew it was going to freaking happen. <laughs> And then, almost before coming here, I had to search, because I was like, I knew it was on my table, but, you know, my house, and who could find anything on the table? And I found it, because I knew specifically we were going to come here, and I knew that was going to happen, just because I know you, Derek, so yeah. well. Well, but you know me so well, but this is the first out of five challenges <laughs> that, that you've true, won. True. <laughs> the best part about, like, I'm sitting there talking to Seth, and I'm like, we got to go get Dan. And pull our coins out. I go. I guarantee you, Tony doesn't have it. And I go. If he does, we're all buying him beers. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And so we go in. I go to get Pat because Pat has a coin too. Derek, young Neil, mm, also yes. has a coin. Yes. I go to Pat. I go. Pat. I go. I go. I go. Get get your beardo coin out. He goes. It's in my car. I go. I'll come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then as I'm walking around the table. I see Dan, I see Derek, I see Seth all slam their coin down, and then I'm right behind. And Tony's just sitting there. Oh. The reason I thought of it, Facebook reminded me that a year ago, yesterday, that day, one year exactly, Tony had, lost his, had lost his first challenge to me <laughs> then. So Tony got the same reminder. Thanks, Facebook. Yeah, but still couldn't remember his coin. Yeah, I don't always look at those uh, memories, but I guess maybe I should around, <laughs> around convention did, time. Did Dan challenge you earlier in that evening, too? I feel like he did. Dan and Derek did then, so the second time it didn't count. Yeah. You can't keep doing it in the same same night. Yeah, there's got to be rules, right? Yeah. There, well, there are minutes. a couple <laughs> rules. That's pretty much the rules which said. Now, I actually created a new rule um, that that's like a game basically where anybody that has the challenge coins if there's three or more you all flip your coins and whoever is the odd man out has to buy the round so if there's three people if there's two beardos and one touching evil the one touching evil has to has to uh buy the round but that's just kind of an, an extra game yeah but it's not an official rule it's a, right you have to agree to play yeah there has to be consent there's yeah. A, there's a, <laughs> yeah my body my choice right you know. yeah there's a rule that I feel we should implement, which is Dan has one coin that is signed by friends that we know it's his one coin, Ooh. so that 
he can only have that one coin because he will always have stacks that he could just grab. <laughs> but he should be limited just like us. If we lose our coin, well, you could buy more. Well, I mean, technically, he already bought all of that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but to make it a little more challenging for Dan, like yeah, I would agree that he has to have like one special, like we notch a corner or something like that. Yeah, because like he could, he probably has five in his car at all times, just in case. Uh, He's got one, one in each pocket. Yeah. One, in, one in every pocket. So, sewn into his shoe. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that was definitely fun. And then uh, then we all turned on Pat like a pack of hungry wolves. Oh. <laughs> Poor Pat. Yes, and they, and they were publicly shamed, as they should be. Yeah. It was fun. It's always uh, fun to watch. Yeah, that's always fun to hang out at the after con hangout thing. Mm-hmm. I got some quality time with Miss Casey Pierce yesterday. It was good. I love her. We had a lovely dinner. Just turned on until Tony came and ruined it. <laughs> you guys were begging me to come down there earlier. There was, there was no begging. Let's that be, was earlier. Let's be very clear. <laughs> what was it, I'm imagining the situation with something like this. Tony's like, hey, where are you going? Uh, we're going to dinner. Can I come? Yeah. Well, no, we're, we're, we're going to dinner. I'll see you there. <laughs> not quite. Not far off. Not quite. <laughs> you guys aren't going to ditch me like last time, right? You guys do that five, six more times. I'm not following you around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, Derek, uh, walking around uh, Grand Harpers Comic Con the last couple days, uh, what was the one, like, best thing, I don't know, number one thing that you saw today, whether it's a guest, whether it's an artist, whether it's a piece of art. There's there's two things. Um, one... Way to break the rules already. What's the one? There's I want to hear your two things. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's yeah. a tie. Uh, it, it's, the, the one is, is very specific to your question. The, one, the other is more of an overall thing. The overall is that I'm not working at this show. I did... I did. I moderated one panel, so for one hour, yeah. I, I quote unquote worked. But with my podcast being on hiatus and me in semi-retirement, um, I was a fan. So just being able to literally walk up and down every aisle is something I have not had the luxury to do in eight years, and, and that's crazy. The freedom that. I forgot. Yeah. You know. Now, there is a caveat with that. If you're going to hang out here all day, every day, once you've seen it all, yeah. Well, then what do you do? So there's there's that. But I loved that. Um, However, my wife wanted to go get an autograph from Ross Ross Marquand, Aaron from The Walking Dead. Yep. Um, Also, Red Skull from the Marvel movies. And then uh, his one episode of Mad Men where he played John F. Kennedy, but you never saw his head. He was from the neck down. He just did the voice and the body acting from that. Uh, Because he's an amazing impressionist, if you guys don't know. So we got in line. Um, Now she's a year ago, maybe, when we were at Walgreens, we saw the Aaron, I said doll, because I thought it was funny, but it's an action figure, Walking Dead action figure. And... Like, do you want an Aaron doll? And she goes, "Yes, I do," because she loves Aaron's character. So she's like, "I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have Ross sign it." I'm gonna, well, she keeps saying, "I'm gonna have Aaron sign it." <laughs> but 
So she forgets it on Friday. She forgets it on Saturday. She goes home, she gets it out, and forgets it again today. Oh, man. So now Matt and I scour every toy booth in the place to find the last Aaron figure because, and it was it was $18, but it's $10 for me to park. So I'm like, is $8 worth the convenience fee of not having to go back home and right. get it and park again? Yes, it is, because it's her money. So... <laughs> You so, guys are married. It's your money. Well, no, that one's hers. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, so we got it, and then we went up and, and got it signed. And I've got to say, he is one of the nicest people I've ever seen when it comes to the, the celebrities. And I know this is a small show, so there's the ability for the celebrities to spend more time with each person. But he literally talked to everybody for anywhere from maybe on the low end six minutes to 10 or 12 minutes per person and it wasn't expensive an autograph and a selfie was 60 bucks which I think that's reasonable and but he was just so nice and so welcoming and wanted to talk about things and and there was a little girl that was in front of us and, and you know she was there for the Marvel stuff and put her maybe 10 years old and she's got a Spider-Man jacket on and he goes this Spider-Man? She's like, yeah. He goes, goes so what, which one's your favorite? I mean, which movie? And he goes, is it Far From Home? She's like, she's like, no, Into the Spider-Verse. And he's like, oh. And then he sits there and he's talking cartoons with a 10-year-old for like eight minutes. And she's all about it. Yeah, and she's like, sure. you know, high five and a hug. And, you know, like, and when we got up there, he walks around the booth and gives both of us hugs. He doesn't shake hands. He just... Gives hugs. hugs. He's asking for contract for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it was awesome. And like that's the kind of celebrity experience that I think should always happen. Oh, so for sure. there's my direct answer okay. to that. Matt, what about you? This this one is just fun in the fact that I'm hanging out with all my friends. I mean that's I got everything, I, all the books I wanted signed in maybe an hour. I bought a couple things, and then I was done. Right. But I don't ever get to hang out with him at a con, because he's always busy. And then, you know, at other ones where I'm working as well, it's, you just pass by. Right. So that's what I like most about this one, is just hanging out with him. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff. I met some good artists and writers, but... You know, the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. The con family. Exactly, yeah. That's camaraderie? Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's why I made the Trademark. three-hour drive. Okay. <laughs> why, Tony, why did you not come up with that? That is right in your wheelhouse. Because that actually sounded good. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That is your he wheelhouse. He makes the good word plays. He makes the, that was an accident word plays. But I'm going to play it off like it's a real word. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a smarter guy. <laughs> Linz, what about you? Oh. Probably the beer you're drinking right now. I mean, you asked me right was I, as I was taking a drink. Um, when aren't you taking a drink? <laughs> that's fair. Uh, She's like, hold on, one more. Yeah. No, I, well, I was going to say, speaking of drinks, I tried to tried some of your uh, wife's drink and I go, holy shit, amen. Uh, oh, her kind of Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah her root beer is not root beer, it's Jesus juice. <laughs> yeah. My mug provided perfect cover for her wine. Um, it was just, 
fun to walk around, and I actually really liked the, um, usually I, I avoid these areas because there's just a ton of children around, and I don't like their parents. The children I'm okay with. Um, I hear they're contagious, too. The children? Yeah. Or having children is yes. contagious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, the areas that they had over there with all the, like, uh, group costumes and you know, Ghostbusters and stuff like that. And then on the other side of that, they had all, like, the prop groups and stuff. They had Storybook Alley or whatever, which was super cool. Big Lego area, apparently. Yeah, yeah, And it was just fun. And they had, like, a whole Frankenstein exhibit with Sarah Karloff, Boris Karloff's daughter, granddaughter. Okay. Um, Great-granddaughter? No. Uh, relative. Direct relative. Frankenstein? Uh, Boris Karloff. Karloff. <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein didn't have any kids. <laughs> Frankenstein isn't. <laughs> Parts of him did. <laughs> um, and they had like a whole history of the Frankenstein franchise, starting with Mary Shelley going all the way to present. And it was just super cool to read and see all the the uh, artifact artifacts artifacts. Yeah. The historicalisms. That's what I'm fucking going with. The historicalisms. <laughs> I actually read they had little stands memorabilia with stuff written on them, and I actually read every single one of them, which I usually never do. So, like, so. It, they had the audio version there, I'm guessing. <laughs> I read them. <laughs> I read were, the words. Were your lips moving? <laughs> probably. That probably was happening, actually. So, it's just fun to be over there and, like, all the artistry that goes into that shit. I did, yeah. The G.I. Joe area is really cool that they have props, replicas of things that you can take pictures in front of for free, and that was really nice. Some of the, the cars and stuff, I think, might have been five bucks to get a picture in the cars, but it's really cool that there's a lot of different scenarios for people to experience the Comic-Con. They had a Monsters, Inc. area. Scare room. Scare room that kind of cheesy when you think of it, but also kind of awesome for kids to go in and pretend that they're part of Monsters, Inc. Because to them, it might be a little more real than Yeah, that, us. Shit, that shit looks scary. <laughs> <laughs> you can see there's a little window, so you can see the little kid pop up or whatever. And when he bed. pops up, Spoiler he stares alert. at you like it, this. It's creepy. Kids are creepy. I heard a kid <laughs> scream at the top of their lungs. They were definitely terrified. Terrified. And I'll say this. And I, I was a little scared, too, I because I was like, like, what's happening in that room? I don't want to say I like that, that the kids are scared... But I like that they have these sort of things for the whole family. Parents can go look for old toys that they never got as a kid and buy them for their kids and say that's why they bought it, but really it's for them. Right. There's, or the comic books or just, you know, the people that they want to meet. And then kids who may be getting into comic books also have some other uh, venues to mm-hmm. get their energy out. And yeah. For filling good. up on cheesecake on a stick and getting diabetes. Oh, it was good, man. <laughs> I like that there were windows this year. Oh yeah, that was my. <laughs> Let more light in. It really, like, it really made a difference. It I changes think. the venue. Yeah. And, and I gotta say, this Both sides had windows. Yeah. This is what year six, I believe so, of here in this. No, year six total, I think. Because first oh, year, yeah, yeah, first yeah, year was yeah, a homeschool yeah, building. Yeah, it was a homeschool building. Second then. year was Delta Plex, and then this is. Yeah, fourth so year here? Be, yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I I gotta say, like, in, in, how do I how do I put this without sounding like an asshole? Um, I guess I don't care. I, <laughs> I go to a lot of conventions. My wife and I do. 
um, from everything from small one-day shows like Monroe Comic Con or you know smaller shows like Great Lakes Comic Con, Capital City Comic Con, Cherry Capital Comic Con. But then we do larger shows like Toronto Fan Expo, C2E2, um, New York. I mean, New York Comic Con was a month ago. 250,000 of my closest friends and I went to that show. <laughs> How do you compare a New York, a Motor City, a C2E2 right. to Grand Rapids? And, and really you shouldn't, but unfortunately you do. And this con is still learning and growing and there's been a lot of things that have not impressed me in the past but I think this is the first year where I've seen positive growth. Um, where I'm like, okay, they're starting to figure out some of this yeah. stuff. And it's not like it's a bad show, but they want to think of themselves in the same light as a New York and a Motor City and a C2E2 and a Toronto and a Salt right. Lake. And, but Not quite there yet. No. And, and the thing is that they never will be. We don't have the market for it. Um, I mean, look at Chicago, look at New York. You know, those are same shows run by, or two shows run by the same company. They know what they're doing. Reed right. Pop puts on a hell of a show. Even the size of the city of Chicago, you cannot recreate what you have in New York because of the size of the venue and the number of people that are willing to go there. Right. So, you know, it's, it's hard to do, but um, I, I have to give them props. Truly and honestly, for actually, I feel like they stepped it up in a lot of ways. Yes, there's definitely things that I would like to suggest them to work on that I will not bring up because this is not a public bitch fest forum. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, you know, they've definitely done better with the lines getting in. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. That's, that's definitely improved. Um, I would like to see... The one thing I'm, I'm going to make a, a, a statement on is I'd like to see more of the doors opened all the way up and down rather than only having like two entrance access yeah. points from once you're past the gate, they should yeah. be open. I feel like if you have your badge or you get in past yeah. the front security part, you shouldn't need to Yeah, quick, quick check my badge yeah. again. Right. Sure. So. And that's, and so to only have the one door open out of like a set of three doors just so you can control who's going in. I don't know you're talking about. Every Comic-Con I've ever been to, I walk straight in the fucking front door, past the lines, never had any problems. <laughs> You're welcome, press badge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, I'm I'm really impressed. I, I think they got a pretty I think they got a pretty good celebrity lineup this year. Um, you know, I I, I really want to see them up their game on the on the comic side. Yeah. But Gail Simone is a nice guy. It is. Yeah. You know, and Jim Shooter's a nice guy. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you know, Gail Simone's definitely the the biggest one because she doesn't do a ton of shows. Shooter, you're starting to see him do the con circuit right now. Um, but, you know, they, they got Ty Templeton here, too. Yeah. Which yeah. has a nice little, you know, kind of surprise. Um, unfortunately, I don't think anybody in this town knows who he is. Probably. Based on the fact that there's no line there. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. But, yeah, no, it's... Well, just exactly what you're saying, like, too. It feels like there's something different, but in the positive way. And I don't know what specific thing, but I'm happy, having come to this many times to go ahead and uh, keep coming back because it is only going to get better and better. But we are going to quick take a, a pause right now to... Uh, I can keep talking. 
As we eat. <laughs> Charles is the only one that didn't order anything, so. We're going to eat some yummy food and be right back. Food. That was a delicious uh, foodage. Delicious interlude. Yeah. Foodage. Good happy hour menu they have here. Yeah, it is. Yeah. At Waterburn, I don't know if we said that. No, I don't think we did. We are just like, yeah. yeah, we're out getting drinks. Beautiful downtown. Brewing on Monroe? Monroe yep. and Michigan. Monroe and Michigan. In beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. Beautiful. Grand beautiful. Michigan. Even though it's already winter it's and everything is nice dead. Out, so. <laughs> okay, so the city is absolutely beautiful. The outlook of at least one of the people here is not so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Grand Rapids. I do. That's why I live inside She Grand just winks. <laughs> I love Grand Rapids. Wink. I'm inside here. I'm inside it. I love it. So going back to our favorite thing that we saw here, Charles, we didn't get to you before the break. Favorite thing that I saw? Honestly, it's uh, the largest, larger groups of themes. Uh, of, like many people doing one thing, like the Muppet Stormtroopers, right? Mm. That was cool. Okay, That kind of idea. All the Ghostbusters thing. It was oh, like a huge geeked, area. Geeked hard. I, yeah. She was like, hey, look at this. I was like, mm. <laughs> right over there. <laughs> can, I, can I look at this? Can I check this out? Can I? <laughs> Touching everything. I'm pretty sure you left. Do you, guys ever, do you guys ever cross the streets? Oh. Or? <laughs> <laughs> Tony had gotten pretty drunk, but. Uh... <laughs> so but that, the camaraderie, the, the, uh, the team efforts, you know? I like that. I like to see that. One of the things that, uh, especially me and Derek, we've met many of these artists, we've met many of these people, but is there anyone new that you've seen here that you haven't really interacted with? And Not not 100% new, but relatively new. Um, Christy McCulfer, who is a young lady, does um, a book called Extra, which is like a manga style, more of that Amera manga look to it, look and feel. You can definitely tell the influence from anime and manga for her. And she, I actually met her here two years ago. I was talking to um, Kaylin Smith at her booth and similar to when Linz met us for the first time and she did that, hey are you those guys from Gearcon Comics? That's me. <laughs> so just like her. I heard that story. <laughs> yeah. Um, unlike that, I'm standing there talking to uh, to Kaylin, and I I hear that this girl standing there waiting, and, and she looks and she goes, "Are are you Derek from Comic Pros and Cons?" And I go, "Yes, I am." She's like, "I love your show," and like, she, you know, I'm like, "Oh, cool." And she said that she was using it a lot to learn and like see what the other creators are doing, and I thought that was pretty cool. Well, she has got a booth here. Um, she had a booth at Cherry Capital as well. <laughs> Excuse me. And I, I bought the, her first volume of her book, Extra, at Cherry Capital. Because I wanted to support her. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, manga, not, not my thing. But, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. It's, it's adorable. It's so sweet. It's so nice. And... Um, I was brought in by the by the human side of her characters. 
And so it was nice to see her here again because I wanted to buy volume two. Now she also gifted me a piece of fan art that was like me with the microphone and she drew it like a little like a little page. You know, like the, the weird little off-angle anime yeah. or manga. She also panels. made you infinitely younger than you actually are. Yeah, way are. younger. That's exactly what I look like. <laughs> I, I, I look like I, I'm thin, young. 25. You know? Super yeah. blonde, still in the beard area. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she drew like a, a picture of, of my wife in the corner panel and a little picture of Drax in another panel. And it was just super sweet. And then she wrote the nicest freaking note and actually yeah. made me well off. About how much she appreciated the podcast and all the things that I'd, I'd done and shared, you know, with it, and, you know. So that's that's probably my my favorite person that I've, you know, and I, I got to talk to her more last night because she went out with all of us, you know, to the uh, Grand Rapids Brewing Company, and it's just nice to get to know somebody else. Um, and then C.R. Warner, um, you know, which Tony you introduced me to her. Uh, just kind of nice to get to know her a little bit more. So I'd say probably those two, yeah, you know, she's young women. Cassidy, C.R. Warner. I don't know if we're allowed to say her real name. I uh, already did. <laughs> Good job. Uh, yeah. I have, I she have, lives over on <laughs> such, such street. Her, her number art, is 555. <laughs> her art is all over my house. I love her stuff so much. It's so, like, beautiful and creepy. And I just like it when... Those two things are mashed together. Mm-hmm. Explains why you hang out with Tony, except for the beautiful part. Yeah, the creepy <laughs> part. There was a there was an artist, jewelry artist there who was making jewelry out of tiny little animal stalls and human teeth. Oh. And they it was so they were so beautiful, super creepy. And I asked her I, where she got the teeth from, and she's like, I have a supplier. I don't ask where they get them oh. from. I'm like, oh my god, that makes me want to buy all of these. <laughs> <laughs> It was cool. She had, like, the teeth with some, like, butterfly wings, so they were the tooth fairies. Yeah. She's a secretary at a dentist's office. It's not something spectacular or paranormal. It's not supernatural. I just love the look on Derek's face right now. It's the best. Yeah, her, her husband works for the county coroner. I mean, come on. Yeah, the funeral home. They're kids' teeth. That's weird. It, <laughs> it's, it's not like... Uh, no, well, I mean, the gaskets honestly, don't have open mouths. Yeah, no, you, you, yeah. You, you, the, the, the corpses aren't smiling in there. Yeah, no, teeth don't burn, so you got to take them out before you cremate people. There was someone. What? <laughs> they take the teeth out before they cremate. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> where she's getting the teeth. Is this uh, some cremated experience, or are you told this? <laughs> a lot of crime shows. Research. <laughs> Research on Tony's you Google computer. This. <laughs> Yes, I make sure I'm definitely logged into his Wi-Fi at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> There's an artist here that was blending two different totally uh, IPs. So, like, a couple of them that I saw is Ghostbusters getting Beetlejuice, or there's Sleeping Beauty with uh, not Freddy. Uh, Freddy. Uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah Freddy. Yeah, it is Freddy. Like just kind of like shh, don't wake her. Yeah. So it's oh. Sleeping Princess Beauty, and then it's him. an amalgamation. Uh, right? I guess or parody. Combi- yeah, parody combining their mashup. Scooby Doo gang reading the Necronomicon with uh, Ash behind them. So there's a lot of really interesting mashups that I was kind of laughing at some of those. That I'm like, I swore long ago I'm not going to buy Prince, but this is kind of all that he's selling. That I'm like. 
I feel like I could. I've been laughing at it the whole weekend going by his booth, and I'm like, I really feel like I need to pick up one of those. Well, you know, here's here's the thing. Like, I actually was having a long conversation um, with Heather Antos last night, who is currently an editor of Valiant. She's she's done editing for Marvel. Um, God, I can't remember all the other people. Everything from self-published all the way up to you know Marvel Valiant and whoever else. And we were talking about the people that do prints and how it is it is theft. You know, I understand why people can view it as a necessary evil, but it's still theft. However, mashups and parody are totally legal. Um, so you can do that. You can do for educational purposes. Very hard to prove that one. Yeah. Um, and then there was some other reason that you could do it, and I don't remember what it was, but um, those are the, the, the big ones on there. Uh, parody, mashups, education, and whatever the fourth one is. So what that guy's doing is full-on legit. You know, he has he's within the right to do it. Um, but I guess, you know, there's... But you go around and you see the guy that has, like, the wall of prints. And it's yeah. all these licensed properties. Unless he was, he or she, sorry, were hired by that company to draw that. And then also have the express permission to, to print copies of that and resell. It's theft of intellectual property. And it's copyright infringement. But you're saying only prints or even commissions? Commissions are completely fine. Because commissions are um, commissions are, are not the same. You're not reproducing art. Original art is completely a separate thing. I can ask any artist to draw me anything in the world because then I own that one piece. There's one, you know. But so you can actually draw um, all your different characters that you want and have them up there, and you can sell all originals all day long. Well, that's how tattoos work, right? Like, anybody can get a tattoo of anything they want. Right. And so the tattoo artist gets paid to do this. And then yes. Also, it's, the it's the same thing, right? Exact same thing, yeah. And you're just the canvas and stuff. Yeah. That just so, makes sense. I mean, like, it's your body, right? Yeah, your choice. Only a little target. <laughs> <laughs> it's your body. It's your there choice. There was this artist at the last E2E2 I went who does watercolors very quick. Does the body sketch, does the watercolors really quick. Literally, it takes, like, five minutes to do it. And that's all they sell. It's just those watercolor sketches yeah. all day. They don't. Katie Cook. They don't do. Yeah, Katie Cook does it too with her little. With her, with her, with her tiny little. Yeah, you know, Katie Cook cards. I yeah. love it. I mean, it takes her like a minute. Yeah. To draw one of those, she's so talented. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's. But as soon as you're reproducing it. Yeah. Nope. Can't do it. So. Charles, you see any art that uh, really? Or artist. I mean, really, this question doesn't go towards you because you are newer, so everything to you is like, ah, yeah. he, he saw all these posters with uh, like some intellectual property on it that he really liked. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, I like the styles of one particular uh, booth. Uh, from yesterday I saw, they just weren't at the booth. Otherwise, I would have gone up to talk to them. Um, uh, they were here today, but I'm, I was just, you know, too busy running around trying to get interviews. But I did yesterday talk to this other uh, uh, booth, um, amazing, like tiny scribble art, but 
you know, bigger picture, it makes a bigger picture, you know, but if you look through the magnifying glass, you can see all these little things. And he explained to me the story and the meaning behind the entire thing, and it was, it was so well thought out. And it looked like, it looked like they, it didn't, okay, if I say it looked like they did it in a short amount of time, it was just like so tiny and, and just, just pen drawing, you know? Yeah. Like if I did it with a, with a pen. And it was just so amazing. He told me the whole story of it. Then he was like, let me tell you the story of this one. And it was even more immaculate and colorful and thought out. And you got all that um, recording? I did. No, I did. I had the thing. The thing yes, I did. Because it was so interesting. He's like, let me tell you about this. Because there's a lot of meaning. And I was like, let me turn on my camera, bro. <laughs> and that's the guy who told me about the pickles and peanut butter. <laughs> so, you know, strange people eat strange things, I'm telling you. <laughs> Matt, you've been around cons uh, many times. Is there anyone, anything new, you know? Because I could always say I love Dan's poo work and stuff, but seen that before. His poo so work. Probably, yeah. Dan's, Dan's poo my, my work. Wife, my wife's been over there slinging, slinging poo, poo all weekend. <laughs> Sitting in front of that pile of poo. Is there anyone new here at Grand Comic Con that you haven't really seen before? Yes, actually. Graham uh, Nolan, creator of Bane. You know, I talked to him on Friday for a while. It was... I asked, you know, asked him, you know, what process he put into in the creating of things. So he would, you know, he gave me a brief rundown of exactly, you know, kind of what he was thinking and where he wanted to go with it, and how some stories it, they changed it so much. So and then he would draw them again for a book. He kind of bring them back closer to where he was. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, so I, that was great. I like hearing how some of the characters that have been around for a while, how the guy, his thought process on how he created Speaking of that, uh, did I, did I t fill you guys in on my trip to New York Comic Con and, and I got to talk to John Romita Jr.? No. So, was hoping for an interview. I mean, that, that, that would have been the last of my bucket lists. Uh, before I, you know, put the show on the shelf, but he didn't have time. But it was awesome, and then, so I took up. I had um, a couple of the, the like the the production uh, color pages. You know, they use like the transparencies. I had a couple of those from certain things I want to sign. I had two other uh, individual books. It's all typhoid Mary stuff, as you guys I'm sure could guess. And he goes, oh, he goes. You know, he goes, the uh, the character design and, and outfit, he goes, that actually all stemmed from, from my ex-wife. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, we're going out one night on the town. It was a weekend. He goes, I'm pretty sure it was a Saturday. And she comes out of the bathroom, and she's basically got half of her outfit. Uh, hair's not done, so it's frizzed out all over. Because it's the 80s, so like, she's got this kind of jacket top on with these huge fucking shoulder pads. Doesn't have her skirt or whatever on yet, so she's got these fishnet stockings. And he goes, and I just looked and I went, yep. And he scribbled it right out. He goes, wasn't until years later when the katanas came in. <laughs> but, yeah, he that was, that is awesome when you get to hear the stories yeah. about you know, character design and, and oh my god, you know, the, the when I talked to Chris Claremont, I think at I think it was at a Wizard World in Chicago, and I literally was just like, You know, me, I get all weird and fangirly, and I just am like, Please sign my book. And then he was, it was my Dark Phoenix book, 
and he proceeded to tell me how if he would have stayed on the story how he would have ended the Dark Phoenix run like not the end of the saga like the end of the Dark Phoenix like the end of the world basically Chris Claremont's vision of the end of the X-Men universe well I mean I know that he was the whole time like I know that he was pissed as hell when they brought her back oh yeah 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 for sure. You know, when Marvel decided to bring her back from the dead. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me that he wanted to end the entire universe yeah. after that one. The only people that were left were Wolverine and Kitty. Interesting. Yeah. Time to repopulate. Yep. <laughs> old man Logan. Yeah. It was more like dirty old man Logan yeah. at that point. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's Wolverine. No matter who he has sex with, it's gross and dirty because he's like a thousand years old. Well, what if it's, um, like, oh shit, there's like the the immortal, like, Egyptian dude. Not, not Apocalypse, but there's another one. Mm. Um, Are you talking about the guy from DC? No. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mixing. Okay. Yeah, damn it, I'll have to think of who it is but like he's like like the petrified man or whatever uh, it is isn't Something Mystique's like pretty old too isn't she I think so yeah that would probably be an okay pairing so Derek you said that you and Mel got to uh, meet Ross yeah is there and I'm assuming there's probably not any of the other big celebrities that you were wanting because you were more comic book I, oriented I would have been interested perhaps in uh, meeting Patrick Warburton um, but you know I don't really, I'm not interested in the autograph thing so yeah. much, but, you know, I just want to hear his voice. Yeah. I just want to yell spoon at him. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> you oh did hear God. his voice God. yesterday when we recorded. Yes, that's and, true, and, he showed up for a quick minute on, yeah. your, on your podcast when we recorded yep, that. Yep, uh, But, no, like, those are, those are the only ones world that I would be interested in anyway, shape or form. Um, you know, The Walking Dead's a big thing for my wife. Yeah, oh yeah. So, you know. She's the only one still watching it, I think. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. This is the point in the comic where I quit reading. Yeah. So I don't know any of the storylines past here. Um, you stopped reading the comic because it ended amazingly. No, I mean, I'm... The comic? Yeah. Walking Dead? Yeah, it's done. Yeah, I didn't finish it either. Yeah. It's a surprise. No one knew. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I... I'm still watching. I'm enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's difficult though because you know you're losing all the actors because they want to go out and do other things or that maybe they're not happy with pay or who knows what it is. But you know you're losing people, so now they're forced to make different things. The problem is right now is who's your protagonist? Who is the leader? Is Negan gonna be? Are they gonna be forced to make Negan the leader for the TV show? Because they don't have anybody else that has that star power. I mean. Ross's character of Aaron theoretically is, is your only legit option because you already know that somebody else is going to die. You know Michonne's leaving. You know, who do you make it? That's... So, that's tough. I mean, you, you don't have any of the, the long-time characters left. I heard Maggie's coming along. Who? Maggie? Maggie. Maggie. I yeah. heard that too, yeah. Because Lauren, the, the, Lauren Cohen? Yeah, the show she went to go do. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. I enjoyed it. It was fun, but not too many other people. <laughs> Maybe just me. Well, they left the door open for her. Yeah, so the, the, the rumor 
right now that she will be back. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I guess you can have Daryl. Mm, he's not a good the, leader. But he's not a good leader. Carol's not a good leader. No, they're both too erratic. Yeah. I mean, I think if it came down to it, I'd probably want Carol on my side if, if I could oh, only yeah, pick yeah. one. Or, you know, because I'm pretty sure that she's going to be the one to make sure you get through the through the night more than anybody else. But, yeah. I don't know. I'd like to take a good Matt, close. Is there anyone that you really want to meet? Celebrity side? No, not, not, not really. Um, I don't really... I didn't really know any of them, with the exception of Patrick, Patrick Warburton, and uh, Ross. Yeah, Ross. But I, you know, I'm not really into The Walking Dead a whole lot. I mean, his role of Red Skull is, you know, very, you know, minuscule. But you know, I didn't really have interest in meeting him and like Derek said I just wanted to hear Patrick Warburton yeah so I kind of stood behind his booth for a while and just listened to him talk when was he wrote Red Skull uh Infinity War oh because yeah. they had a different right? yeah it wasn't yeah. the um, original guy from yeah. Captain America thing I knew it was a different person but that's him that's it's cool him. Yeah, yeah that's cool now here's the fun part actually I'll share of our conversation with uh with Ross was we're up there and we're talking and he, he saw my shirt and I have uh my shirt from Howie Knoll's book Float and he looks and goes that's that's not Black Widow what is that because it's kind of a similar shape ish as the Black Widow logo and so I'm telling him and he goes oh he goes, he goes so are you a Black Widow fan I go yeah I go my wife's a huge Black Widow and Hawkeye fan I go so she's still pissed at you for uh, I go she's still pissed at you for, for killing uh, Black Widow he goes for the record I did not kill her, nor did I kill Gamora. Thanos killed Gamora. And if you think about it, Natasha has to really like love herself more than anybody else because it, yeah, it said that? in there, you have to kill the one thing that, that's, that means that's the most to you. <laughs> yeah. She committed suicide. She loves herself so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so She's like, it, I'm, a gift. I'm a gift to this world. I'm taking it away. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it. And she was, too. Seven. She was a gift. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun to, to, like, you know, have him go, ah, 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 no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charles, you were uh, going oh, you know, to say though, something? You know what, did kind of let her go. He had to. Well, he did. He could have held on. He, you know, yeah. I don't know. You know. Yeah, he, he could have done more. He could have done more. Maybe, what was your question? Sorry, I mean, well, I mean, you were going to say something before deep we thinking off. about it. Oh, no, we're long past that. Oh, <laughs> no one wants to hear that. Is there any uh, celebrity that Can you I get the stenographer to read me back what we talked about a second ago? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, celebrity? Any, yeah, any celebrity you want to meet? Yeah, you know, uh, that guy from Indiana Jones. I don't, I don't know his name, but I, I, Lord said, or no, Lord, who's guy? Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze, yeah. Paul Freeman? Yeah. I would want to meet him. I want him to say it. You belong in a museum. <laughs> Um, Tobin Bell would be interesting. He's got a long list on IMDb, and they're—I mean, he's like maybe the king of the movies, <laughs> maybe because he's, he's been he's in X Files. He was in Seinfeld, you know, as well as um, as uh, Patrick. Uh, or, yeah, he had his own Seinfeld moment. Uh, he's been—if you look at that thing, it's, it's a long list. He's been around. Huh? Wink, wink. He's been around. <laughs> Not as long as Derek, though. Derek, Derek. No. 
Linz, what about you? Uh, celebrities? Yeah. yeah. I enjoy Patrick Warburton. I love him as Chick. Like, a lot. Like Pick I have someone a, else that we haven't picked. I have, well, I mean, no. Because that's who I'm going to stick with. <laughs> I want to hear Candyman say Candyman. Yeah, Tony Todd. Um, that, that dude is fucking tall. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, um, I might go look and see what his autograph prices are because meanwhile I don't normally do it you know I've got um, I do have uh, oh god what the hell's his name Ernie Hudson I've got an autograph of his from years ago from The Crow you know and you guys know how much I fucking love that movie yeah so. it's true you do mm-hmm. so overall Tony what about you I said Paul for, Paul for oh yeah thank you so yeah, anything, anything, you know, Power Rangers. Right. Wasn't yeah, there there were two, two people from Power Rangers. Well, no, you got, you got Rita Repulsa. The voice of Rita Repulsa, and then Vulcan Skull. Uh, Gold, Goldrod, or what's it? Goldar. Gold oh, yeah, and the voice of Goldar yeah, here, so too. Yeah, take that. And Goldmember? Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lots of, lots of voice <laughs> actors and, and stuff. We always pull in the voice actors in this con. Uh... But mm-hmm. Have you guys bought anything this weekend? No. Yeah. I bought you a shirt. Yes. Yeah, thank I, you for that. I bought a cute little, uh, <laughs> cute little, uh, a shirt with a cute little kit, kit on it. It's made of like rainbow coloring, and it had a unicorn uh, horn, and it says "I hate you" on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Just I hate you. That is that from like that like they got the whole lineup of really cute things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I cannot remember the name of that so company, cute. but they're everywhere. Um, and all of their shit is licensed. They actually have some, like, Marvel and, like, you know, kind of stuff. Personally, they, I was a little bit upset because the artist wasn't there. I, I, I was, all these shirts, they're all themed the same way. And I was like, can I get a picture with you? And she's like, no, I'm just a vendor uh, here to whatever. And I was like, dang it. Yeah, no, they, they go to, like, all the big shows. Um, and their stuff is fantastic. I wish it was fantastic. a little yes. bit cheaper. Yeah, I true, mean, it, it's, true. You know, it's, it's worth it. I understand they got overhead. Oh, yeah. They're printing in large quantities, so yeah. you would hope that they would have discounts at some point or some kind of something. Some yeah. way to get it cheaper somehow. If you're in the notes, tell me about Fight Club. Tell me. Tell me about Fight Club. <laughs> they, I mean, they, they, got some, they got some cool socks. They have little foxes on that I want to get for my wife because you know, our leash guy, our little, little dog, looks like a fox. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how much for the socks? And she's like, she's like 15 each or two for 25. And I'm like, ah! Yeah. For no. one pair? You can buy like a 10-pack of socks for... $8. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I almost was going to buy, I saw a Reddit post uh, of this, the Snailian. Oh, nice. And I thought it was funny. Well, the person who made these is here selling them. And I go, wow, that's kind of fate. Until like, 125 I'm like, oh. I have 125 for something that I find really something funny. That you're really gonna, funny. He's gonna sit on a table in his house and then forget where it's at. It will slowly move later. away because it's a snail. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> it'll sit right there. He'll just lose it because it'll be shit piled on top of it. Yeah. Although maybe he'll put it on top of his beardo coin and then next time <laughs> he won't be able to find it because he's not gonna pick anything up to see what's under it. That is fairly true. <laughs> uh, what I did pick up though was a small little. Um, like a four-side puzzle in the front you could switch in and out these different uh, I don't know I guess pictures or emblems and behind it is like one of those uh, glowing fake candles 
So it just looks like a glowing box with the symbol showing out from it. So almost was close to buying a fake uh, Saba, the white uh, lion, white ranger sword. Yeah, the one that talks. Well, no, it was made out no, of wood. So no, he's already got that one. Not. <laughs> he does. The one that talks. I meant, I'm referring to the actual thing in the movie. Yeah, it's like a, no, yeah, this one is just a cheaper $35 one. It looked really cool, made out of wood. I might have to go back and get that. Yeah. I, I want to go back to the first thing you were talking about, the thing that has the, like, the fake candle. Am I the only one that doesn't have a fucking clue what he's talking about on that one? Uh, no. <laughs> it's, like, it's just a, it's just a it's light. Oh, that inside, thing, yeah. Inside yes, a, a box. Let's go back to that one. <laughs> Is it a Rubik's Cube? That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's just it's a box it's that a has puzzle. on one side... Uh, Is it wooden? Is Hellraiser give it to you? Is it plastic? <laughs> yes, it's wooden. Okay. Is, is there but a dick in it? Is there a dick oh, in the box? So the box, the the four sides are connect, like look like little puzzle pieces, and they okay. interwind and go out. It's not like an actual puzzle box. No, it's not yeah. like the Hellraiser right, right. one. Right, that's what we were all picturing. <laughs> okay, so I was a little off in describing what it was. No. However. That's what it was. <laughs> I, I love people at home can't catch us, but we always just coming over to like see how we want to do checks and stuff like that. And uh, and she's like separate together, and she's like we're gonna get at Tony and and, and Lance and, and together, and she's like no, <laughs> no she is not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good sounds here. Hold on. Oh uh, yeah. I, Sound check. I have to go put the the pretzel order in. Okay. For the floppy all, right, all right. So while Derek is gone, was, was... let's talk about Derek while he's gone. <laughs> I mean, I'll talk about Derek while he's here, too, but okay, anywhere. I um, just want to be clear that the pre- putting the pretzel order in was not a euphemism for anything. He's actually going to go order pretzel. Oh, no, he's definitely putting a pretzel order in. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn, that was quick. Yeah, really give it to her, you know? <laughs> I mean, put the pretzel order in. He did. All in all, there's a lot of positives that come into this show. Um, First and foremost is we're there. Sorry, just fixed my chair. What's that? Can I like I like the spot the that I say first and foremost is because we're there that makes this place, and I'm going to have to edit it out because you're moving your chair. He doesn't edit. Nobody I know. knows that. That's exactly why I did that. I can imagine like if we had like Mr. Rogers type character here. He's just giving us this really good life lesson, and then just the bitch. <laughs> And I remember, kids, you know, uh, be good to each other. <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> it's like, don't, he's like, don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, with that, uh, let's finish our beers and go back to the convention. As I said, every year, it's fun to hang around with uh, you guys. It's fun to see people. It's fun to check out new art and new toys that I can bring home. That you don't need. <laughs> yes. That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> no, Have the, you the, seen his house? No, but I know what's in mine. No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The difference between Matt Link's... Tony McKay is Matt Link sells things. <laughs> I, I like owning them. Yeah. Tony just moves them from one room to the other and then to the basement where he forgets about them. But he can say he has it if somebody brings it up. I'm pretty sure that at some point they're gonna like, pull boxes back and find like some girl that, like you know, happened to follow Tony home from the bar one night and he forgot she oh. was there and she got lost. That doesn't. Happen. So that would be the episode <laughs> of orders. No one's following Tony over from the bar. I said she got really drunk. 
<laughs> do you think that any of these like artists who just you know just draw mostly posters? You know, they don't do anything specific like write or anything like that. I think when they retire, they'll be known as the artist formerly known for prints. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> you got respect on that one. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I can clink water. It's bad luck. <laughs>